Welcome in everybody to betting pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P, Joe P Zapia, and it's Thursday. You know what that means. We're going to take a look at some of the best bets you could possibly make on the lines and leans right now against the spread. Some of the overs and unders. Andrew Erickson, as always, is here to have that discussion with me. And we always love bringing in fantastic guests here to the YouTube channel. This is one of my colleagues from SportsGrid again, Joe Lisi, who covers college football. He covers professional football. He does it all. And of course, you could follow him on the Twitter machine or X or whatever the hell it is today at go for the two. That's the number two at the end. Joe, it's great to see you. I like having more than one Joe on the show. I like having more than one Italian on the show. But Joe, you're also a college football guy too. I got to ask you this question. How do you feel about all this Colorado stuff going on in the last few weeks of the college football season? Just kind of taking that Deion Sanders narrative. It's been a fun story. I watched that first game. I fell in love with this team. It's good television. What do you think about Colorado and what's going on so far in the CFB? Oh, thanks for having me, Joe. It's amazing for college football. 9.3 million viewership last week. To just think about that for a second. The fifth largest watched college football game in the history of ESPN. Typically, late night action gets between one to two million viewers. They got 9.3. Their team is three and oh, they didn't get the cover though. As a 23 and a half point favorite, I was on Colorado State. So happy that they covered that number. But great for Deion Sanders. Great for Shadur. Sanders, a potential Heisman candidate, and there's there's now optimism and, and people that have bought into the Colorado program, and that's great for college football. Can't wait. We have an amazing slate for week number four and an amazing slate of NFL action in week number three as well. Keep it real for me. That kid should have gotten thrown out for the Travis Hunter hit, right? I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, come on, Joe. Joe. I know it's a late, I know it's a dirty hit. It is a and dirty I get hit. It, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that it was a split second decision. He got tacked with the 15-yarder. The they didn't give him a targeting call. At the end of the day, I understand it was a little dirty. I get that. It is a rivalry game. And even Dion and Travis Hunter came out and said, like, let's move on. It might have been a little dirty, but it's part of football, unfortunately. But at the end of the day, I can't look at that. I, I I know I'm a defensive guy, Joe. I know you, know? you are. I'm so not am I. I. So am I. I'm all. Like, I grew I up with Ronnie Lott. I can't. But Ronnie you know, Lott was my idol as a kid. We go back to the days of Buddy Ryan and, and, and the Eagles with Andre Waters back in the day. Joe, the first player that I ever really gravitated to was Ronnie Lott. I wanted to be Ronnie Lott when I was a kid. I wanted to hit people and and, and look. But at the end of the day, game has changed now, and uh, yeah. he is a tremendous player too. Andrew Erickson. Uh, you're not a dirty player. You're the cleanest player in the game. Everybody <laughs> knows that about you. Uh, last week was a pretty good week. Uh, I'm going to come at you, though, because I bet the under for Drake London, and it did not go under. <laughs> so what do you have to say for yourself, Andrew? I mean, there were a lot of props that didn't go my way, but the Jake Ferguson first, first Ferguson. touchdown Ferguson saved, saved the day. It did. Saved the day. It did. All right, let's get after it. Let's take a look at week three. And while you're watching on the YouTube channel, even if you're listening, go to the YouTube channel. Because if you haven't already, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Betting Pros. We keep growing every single day. And if you drop a comment below when you subscribe, you just might win a James Cook autographed jersey. Thanks to us here at Betting Pros. Why? Because we're cool and we're fun. And we like giving away free stuff, so make sure you go and comment below. And don't forget to click that little bell till it goes ding, so you know if you are the big winner of the James Cook autographed jersey. Gentlemen, let's kick things off with our guest here, Joe. Let's talk about your favorite thing of the week. We got the Houston-Jacksonville game, and you got some feelings about it, so let's kick things off. 
Yeah, I love the over. I was on the over Indianapolis and Houston. That was a light number. It got down to 38 and a half, 39. And they just blew through that in the first half of that matchup with Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. Now you go on the road to Duval County, Jacksonville coming off a loss. Two great quarterbacks. I mean, uh, CJ Stroud, Joe, 384 yards. I said this, you know, time and time again in the offseason. This young wide receiver core with Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz, you got Tank Dell, Xavier Hutchinson, John Mechie. They have the potential to develop with C.J. Stroud. They're actually putting him in the same type of situation that he was in and he excelled in in terms of Ohio State. I don't think they win this ballgame, but I think they're going to put up some points on Jacksonville. And on the flip side, I expect Trevor Lawrence, Ridley, and Evan Ingram in that passing attack with Christian Kirk to score some points. They were in striking distance last week, missed opportunities. I think they bounced back this week. I think this game flies through the 44 and a half Saturday afternoon in Jacksonville. I love it. And this is the thing when people aren't watching the games, you nailed it because I think what people don't realize about that total last week was there were missed opportunities everywhere. Calvin Ridley should have had two more touchdowns than he had uh, instead of zero. And to me, CJ Stroud has looked the best of the rookie quarterbacks overall. And I don't think that's a hot take. Like I know Richardson's fun right. and I know he's exciting, but Andrew knows this too. I was very on CJ Stroud, you know, back in draft season, my number one overall bet of the NFL draft was CJ Stroud to go number two overall. And then when Reddit broke that stupid Will Levis thing, I told everybody, <laughs> bet it again. Bet it three times, bet it four times. If that number's growing anywhere, go get it. So hopefully people did because the Texans got their guy. Andrew, let's go to you for one of your favorite bets in week three. What do you have? Yeah, I'm looking at the Tennessee Titans against the Cleveland Browns. I'm going with Titans plus three. Look, the Tennessee Titans are one of these defenses that you cannot run the football on. So what does that mean for Cleveland? Okay, we're going to put the ball in Deshaun Watson's hands and his arm, which has looked heroic, like looked absolutely terrible over the past two weeks, dating back to last season when he came back from his suspension. So he ranks last in adjusted completion percentage, fourth worst in completion rate over expectation. So if they're going to win this game, it's going to have to be through Deshaun Watson's passing game, which has just been horrible up to this point. So I'm going to continue to back Mike Vrabel who continues to just do the most with the least amount of talent around him. And this Titans defensive line, I expect to just get after Deshaun Watson. It's a fierce defensive line. They don't have Jack Conklin anymore. That's a big loss. And obviously losing Nick Chubb. Like they're not going to be able to establish the run with Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt. These guys are backup players. So I think that the Browns offense is going to struggle. I think this game is going to be a dogfight. It's going to be ugly. And who wins ugly? Mike Vrabel, like yep, that's what Tennessee he does, Titans. like consistently. <laughs> and with Ryan Tannehill specifically, five one and one versus the spread versus three point spreads in his last seven starts. So in close games, when he has Ryan Tannehill, the, the Titans find a way to win, and I think that they're going to cover here plus three. On Monday, we always do that early look ahead show. The lines drop, and we kind of take a look at everything. And I bet this one when it was four and a half. So now I feel really smart that you're still on it at three because, uh, and and this is like some of the benefits when you start to look at those things. And this was before the Chubb injury, before everything that happened. But I think the mindset's the same, Andrew, which is you're looking at this football game, and it's it, Deshaun Watson continues to struggle. And on top of that, Mike Vrabel just finds a way. I don't know how with the roster he's got this year, but I was I was kind of hour on the titans but once again they're proving me wrong joe lisi uh what do you have here let's go to the next one uh that you have lined up here when your favorite bets for week three 
Well, I, I, one of them is the Browns, right? So I might as well just keep it right there. I went a little bit the opposite side. I, you know, when I look at this game, I believe in Deshaun Watson. I like the addition of Kareem Hunt and just not sold on Tannehill, guys. So for me, when I look at this ball game and I just, you know, look at it equally, do I want to bet on Ryan Tannehill catching the three and a half in Derrick Henry or do I want to take Deshaun Watson in a potential bounce back spot? playing at home. That's where I lean to Cleveland in terms of this matchup. I think they start aggressive. We saw the second half, Jerome Ford, the speedster out of Cincinnati, made some plays. He could catch the ball out of the backfield. How do they utilize Kareem uh, Hunt in this ballgame as well? I think potentially in the short intermediate passing game. I know the numbers suggest Tennessee, but I'll go the other way and just say Cleveland does does strike You know the, the uh, cover here as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. You know, with Tennessee being so good, typically against the run, I'm kind of curious if Pierre Strong gets some work in the passing game, too. I think that might be a guy you start to use. I wonder if Elijah Moore gets work out of the backfield, too, and they just try to do some clever things. I think Stefanski's got to get clever here against Tennessee because Absolutely. I don't think you can man up with this this defensive line. I think it's a big mistake if he tried yeah. to do that. Where was Peoples-Jones last week, too? He had, like, two catches for seven yards. Elijah Moore, he, he wasn't targeted in the second half of that ballgame. So if Cleveland big picture is going to challenge Joe Burrow, Baltimore, they need to evolve in terms of the passing game. So, again, I'm buying into it this week. If they fail to get over that 225 in terms of Deshaun passing, then he's dead to me. I might sell them the rest of the year. <laughs> well, I, I bought the Browns in week one. Everybody knows I was in on that upset there with Cincinnati, with Joe Burrow, and, and you know the history of that, not to mention the injury. But after that, I decided to leave on a high note. I went full Costanza, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go straight for the Pittsburgh Steelers next week. <laughs> so, so far, I'm two for two when it comes to Cleveland games great uh, but if you I well, so far that's why this one I'm a little hesitant but I I, I did bet that four and a half because I just thought it was too big there uh, on the other side there for the Tennessee Titans but again if you need to stay on top of all the lines make sure they're using the betting pros app make sure you're using the game notifi notification feature here with the line alerts because if you can set a certain game that you're looking at, if there's injuries involved or, you know, even circumstances that, you know, would involve weather or whatever it might be. If you set the game notifications here, you'll get those alerts to your phone. You'll know exactly when the lines move and exactly where they're moving so you can bet them. That's what we do here for you on the Betting Pros app. So if you haven't already, download it, sync all your sports books, because that's how you start betting smarter and not harder. Uh, Erickson, let's go back to you for another game here uh, in week three. What do you have? Yeah, I'm looking at the New England Patriots going on the road to take on the New York Jets. They are two and a half point favorites, and I am backing the Patriots here in this matchup against Zach Wilson, who is 0-4 before prior matchup against the Patriots. And the Patriots do this thing where when they play bad quarterbacks, they annihilate them. Like, they don't just, like, beat these bad quarterbacks. They beat them into the ground. And the fact that the Patriots defense has played relatively well against Jalen Hurts, against Tua Tagovailoa, like, that gives me a lot of confidence that they're going to win by at least a field goal against a Zach Wilson-led squad that looked lifeless on offense against Dallas. I know that they beat Buffalo in the upset, but I just have no confidence that Zach Wilson can beat this Bill Belichick defense. And if it's going to be 10-3, like, if that's the way that the Patriots win this game against the Jets, so be it. I just think that Mac Jones and the Patriots offense has shown enough against the Eagles, against the Dolphins, that they can at least score points against the Jets at some point on offense especially when they're not going to be, they don't have to go super pass heavy. The last two games the Patriots have played, they've been down two touchdowns like from the get-go. So they've had to abandon the run game. They've had to go automatic to passing to Mac Jones. And that isn't, I think, their identity on offense. I think they want to be more balanced. 
and the Jets being a more back-and-forth game, that's going to allow them to execute the offense that they want to have for the season and this game. So for me, I'm going to back the Patriots minus two and a half on the road. Yeah, a lot of turnovers for Zach Wilson against the Patriots. And to your point, too, the Pats offense has come out sluggish in both of these games. They've made good adjustments, though. But, Joe, I know you're on the other side of this game, so I'd love to hear the other side point of view because Zach Wilson has struggled against Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has owned any youthful or quarterbacks that struggle in the NFL, he's going to throw a lot of confusing looks at you. And the turnover ratio speaks for itself in his uh, games against the Patriots. But what do you see here with the Jets, maybe with Brees Hall or somebody else here where they can keep this game close? Well, it's a huge coaching advantage in terms of Belichick over Robert Salah. So I'll give him that. And I agree with you. The numbers all favor the New England Patriots heading into this ballgame. As bad as the Patriots have been, they still find ways to abuse the New York Jets. This line to me is a little bit fishy in terms of two and a half. And for me, I'm going to take the better weapons in terms of New York. I understand that Zach Wilson, I understand he was completely inconsistent last week against potentially one of the better defenses in the NFC in terms of Dallas last week. Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook did not get going. He was the leading rusher as well in terms of that ball game last week they're going to need the rushing attack but I'm buying into the fact and this is not a buy on the Jets long term Joe and Erickson but I'll say this in terms of this matchup is Bill Belichick and uh, New England going the other way I have no confidence in terms of that offensive philosophy no confidence in Ramondre Stevenson or the rushing attack with Zeke back there they're completely one-dimensional they don't have any weapons to ch- potentially challenge Sauce Gardner uh, no. and, and that defense over the top so what's the defensive game plan stack the box and force Mac Jones to beat us over the top and we can play man-to-man coverage that is the only reason why I'm back in New York I know the numbers are completely in favor of New England, but I just think he's an old man now. I really do. That's not a knock in terms of what he I, did, but I think you're he's talking completely to two Patriots fans. I'm wearing my old school NFL blitz. Hey, look, I'm wearing my old school Randy Moss Patriots right? NFL blitz shirt today. <laughs> he can see but, the punches coming. They, he just can't get out of the way anymore. Well, because he thinks he can, he thinks he can coach himself out of any roster. And you know what? I think modern day football is just a little bit different now. Like the game has changed. If you don't have those explosive playmakers, you can't quite compete anymore. That being said, I'm sure Andrew's got two words for everybody. And those words are Kayshawn Booty, right, Andrew? Come on. <laughs> watch him, go. Bro. I mean, Demario Douglas is going back to the bench because he fumbled. So we're going to get Booty well, back in the know, lineup for to, week three. To that point, too, about <laughs> Douglas. You know, I think the kind of Pop Douglas energy is exactly what they need. But because of the fumble, you know, he's in the doghouse now. Do you think he gets a second shot in this game, Andrew? I mean, he should. I mean, Jalen Rager was active for the Patriots. I know. Let's, two, let's not say things I, like I was that. Like, let's not talk about I, that. I was, that's I was baffled. Yeah, that's depressing. <laughs> so let's they, never mention Jalen Rager on this show again. <laughs> I think that was, that's all for the best. All right, no, <laughs> no, 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 TCU. You don't like the TCU love. Huh? How about Quentin Johnston? <sighs> I look QJ. I like QJ. I, I think he's going to get, gotta get some, He's got to get some playing time. Yeah. First. Well, as soon as Mike uh, Williams gets hurt, that'll happen. So that should be any minute now. All right. So you guys are on the opposite end of the Jets game. Andrew, let's go to you for another game too. I know you feel strongly about the Ravens this week. Yeah. The Ravens minus seven and a half is the thing that I'm looking at for them. Look, they're playing the Indianapolis Colts. So we still don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Colts this week, whether it's Gardner Minshew, whether it's Anthony Richardson. I don't think it really matters. Look, the Baltimore Ravens are one of the two teams left in the AFC that's undefeated. And I think that they really showed us last week how 
top tier of a team that they can be, how complete of a team they can be on offense, and specifically as their defense starts to get a little bit healthier, I think that they're going to just continue to dominate inferior opponents. And that's the case here with the Indianapolis Colts. When you saw Lamar Jackson, the offense start to get rolling with Mark Andrews back in the lineup. So for me, I think that Garter Minshew is a quarterback that if he gets the start, you know, he can steady the ship, but enough to keep this game within a touchdown. I don't think so. I think that the Ravens are going to be, again, a team when they play at home and they play bad, bad opponents, they blow them out. Like they beat them by 10 points. They took care of business against the Texans. They took care of business against the Bengals. I just think it's another game where the Ravens just, they're a top tier team for a reason. Five and one against the spread in their last six games. They cover. And I think they're going to get the job done here. Now, that line in a lot of spots, I see it over on DraftKings, on betting pros. I see it uh, moving in a couple spots. Right now, the best line you can get is eight. Uh, some books already have it at eight and a half. Do you still like it at the eight? Yeah, so I took it at eight and a half when the lines first dropped because I, okay. I thought that it would actually go more in favor of Baltimore. Like, mm -hmm. I thought it could get up. I mean, because they, they opened as what? As 10-point favorites to another rookie quarterback in the Texans mm -hmm. you know, at home. Right. So I figured that, you know, we, we could see that go to that line. So, yeah, I think that eight and a half, it's still fine. Okay, let's go back to you, Joe Lisi. Uh, what do you have for the people in week three? Give us another best bet of yours. Potential upset at four o'clock in Seattle. I'm taking Carolina with Bryce Young oh. plus the six and a half. And don't be shocked if they strike the upset on the road. I was on Seattle last year, Joe and Andrew, and I thought they would overexceed expectations. They go nine and eight. They push San Francisco as the second best team in terms of the NFC West. I was against them in terms of their week one game against LA. They lose. They bounce back last week. I know they put up 37 points, but I'm just not buying it. I don't believe they're the second best team in the division. I'm not a buyer of Geno Smith. I'm not a buyer of the offense as a whole. And the rushing attack hasn't been all that great with Kenneth Walker. He only had 43 yards last week. I think Carolina could be in this ballgame, especially Frank Reich. Put the ball into Bryce Young's hands. Can you allow this guy to cook instead of running it on first and second down? How about we throw it? So I'm calling for the upset on the road at 430. Could think it could be a high-scoring game as well. I think the total is 42 and a half, 43 in that matchup. Don't be shocked if they go through that number as well. Well, that, that's been what everybody's rattling the cages about, is to let Bryce Young throw the football. The offense is too conservative. Look, we saw it again on Monday, too conservative, and it probably cost them that game. I know they kind of, you know, got back and made things interesting towards the end there. But, I mean, we haven't seen anything close to that happening. So what's your inclination that's going to happen this week? Do you think it's just all of the chirping in the media and all the things that everybody in the fan base starts talking about. Carolina says, Hey, we drafted this guy. You got to let him throw the football. Look what CJ Strauss doing. He's dropping 300 yard games every week. Yeah. I think it's styles make fights. Right. And I think that the, when you saw Matt Stafford attack that secondary over the top for 334 in their house, same type of mindset for Carolina, they have weapons. I like Jark. I, I like some of the playmakers that they have. They just need to be more aggressive in terms of the play calling Bryce Young, uh, young can be, coverage he's great at breaking down coverage he's great great if you watch his college game and keeping his eyes downfield and fitting balls into tight windows buying time you have to be more aggressive you cannot put him in to predictable long third down situations because you want to run the football with miles sanders sometimes you have to throw to open up the run joe Makes sense to me. Now, look, as your guys are listening to all these picks here, don't forget, make sure you're logging them in bettingpros.com and join our NFL contest because, again, it doesn't cost you anything. It's free to do. You make your picks. You make five a week. You make 100 for the season. And just like that, you're eligible for some cool prizes. So every week we're giving away a swag to our betting pros and fantasy pro shops. Uh, we're giving away also 
uh, some uh, one-year premium subscriptions to betting pros, two fantasy pros, and the grand prize winner is going to get an autographed Jackson Smith and Jigba. So go to bettingpros.com slash NFL contest, join today, or if you already have the app, just click that community tab, look for NFL contest, join that bad boy, and you can follow us all there too, bettingpros.com slash Joe slash Fitz slash Erickson, and see what we're on top of. So stay on top. You can also follow all the best bettors too, who are having better weeks than I had last week. And I, I get, hit some big specials I talked about on the Monday show. So that saved my my day. Joe, there was a special on FanDuel last week. It made me so happy. I was almost going to cry. It was plus money. Micah Parsons to get a sack and the Cowboys to win. I couldn't believe it was plus 125. I'm like, well, I'm going to make a lot of investment on that because that seems like a lock to me. I can't wait for whatever this week's special is with Micah Parsons. Whatever oh, it is, great. just bet it. That's just awesome. Bet. I mean, they play oh, Arizona so and Josh Dobbs this week. You think they'll I'm waiting for it. I'm wait. I haven't seen it pop up yet. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I want to see. Like, come on, give me some Mike apart. What two sacks, three sacks? I don't know. I want to see what it is. I might just go up the ladder and see what happens. All right. So we talked about the Ravens last with you, Andrew. We just talked about Carolina with Joe. Uh, let's get into another one of your bets, Erickson. Here for week three. Yeah, I'm going with the Miami Dolphins minus six at home against the most overrated team in the NFL. I think the Denver Broncos, who are now currently zero two <laughs> versus the spread since Sean Payton took over. You know, they were doing horrible against the spread during the preseason. We talked about this during preseason betting. We're like, people are on Denver. Like, Denver is going to turn it around. They're playing their starters. And it didn't matter. Like, this team has been so overrated. People still think Sean Payton's, like, magic touch is going to sprinkle on Russell Wilson, who who is a combined 10 and 21 in his last 31 well, but games. But they've got Russell leads, Wilson. Andrew. Like if I'm, if I'm betting this it game, doesn't. I'm betting the first half. First half Denver Bronco <laughs> lead. Cause you know, it's all going to be downhill from there. That's what we've learned so far. They can't hold the lead. I, I'm a believer in the Miami Dolphins and what they're doing with Mike McDaniel. I think that they're just going yeah, totally to totally outclass run circles around this Denver Broncos defense that has allowed 26 points per game to the commanders and the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, are we serious here? This defense is overrated. Their offense yeah. is overrated. So uh, six points, that's it. At home in Miami's first home game of the year where they want to show everyone, all their fans, that we're for real. We're going to put the clamps down on this Denver Broncos team that's super overrated. Yeah, for me, this is one of my favorite bets. Miami was 6-2 and two at home last year, 5-1 and one with Tua. Average margin of victory, 10.5 points. Miami... Miami's going to blow the water out of Denver. I, I got to say, too, I would keep an eye on the Mostert rushing yards, too. I like that number in this game, too, because Denver has not been good against the run this year either. All right, Joe, let's go to you for one more in week three. What do you have for the people? Well, it's in Arizona. It's Dallas on the road laying 12 and a half. I, look, at the end of the day, I understand Arizona's covered two straight. I was on them week one plus the seven <laughs> against Washington. Nice. That was a total anti-Ron Rivera bet. That's the only reason why <laughs> I mean, If there's one coach that could kill a franchise, well, maybe two. It's pa Matt Everflus and Ron Rivera. But at the end of the day, I, I don't see any way Josh Dobbs moves the football on that defense. If Zach Wilson obviously couldn't do it with Garrett Wilson and those playmakers. They shut down the run. I don't think James Conner will be a factor. I think Dak has a huge day. And at the end of the day now, after they lost that ball game in the fourth quarter to Daniel Jones and the New York Giants, giving up 321 passing yards to the Giants offense, I think it's a field day for Dallas. They beat up on teams like this. This could be the game where you just sell Arizona the rest of the regular season. I'm the guy that bet Arizona. Zero wins, one win, two wins, and three 
three wins. I'm screwed at four, so I need an 0-17 start. So I'm, I'm laying it with Dallas. I think that's the side. I can't bet Josh Dobbs in terms of this ball game up against Dallas. No, just can't do can't. it. Not with that offensive line the Cardinals have. Not with the way Micah Parsons is. Just, he is so quick off the ball. Joe I mean and they've got him working on the outside and stunting on the inside like it's just amazing to watch what he's doing right now I, I every play like all I'm watching is okay where's Micah Parsons I'm gonna watch wherever he's going and stuff it's like watching old school LT for right. those of us exactly. who are old enough to remember Andrew Erickson I know you are not so I'm not gonna ask you but Joe and I Ladanley remember and Tomlinson get out of here with the Ladanian no he was great too but it's amazing too. The original number on this on this game was six and a half, and now it's twelve and a half. Oh my it's amazing. god! You know, in just a couple of weeks, how things change. Uh, but look, uh, twelve and a half. I'm with you. Uh, and I, the other big line of this week too is Kansas City, which, considering everything is going on with the Bears, that's another one too. Where um, the the twelve and a half, I think, is safe. Joe, do you agree that that's another one too? Where I know it looks too good to be true, but it feels like, man, just just go in Kansas City side. No, here. I'm taking the points with Chicago. I'm actually, I'm by, I just think you're look, buying I, the Justin Fields I'm, air I'm raid. I've done twelve Fields in a row. I'm a, contra- <laughs> I'm a contrarian better, especially in the NFL when things smell. I, I think you're going to have 90% of the money on Kansas City, especially at home, especially the fact that they beat up on Jacksonville. I understand it's the Bears. I understand they're completely one-dimensional, but I think somehow, some way, they cover that number. I think it's a lower-scoring game, just what we saw in terms of Duval County. Somehow, some way, Justin Fields steals it. And I hope they open up the offense for his sake because I don't understand why you draft him I don't either. and then don't put him in an offensive scheme that's – to his strengths, just like Jalen Hurts and all the rest of the young quarterbacks. Absolutely no sense to me. Me neither. Uh, I got to say Matt Nagy effect, too, on the offense yeah, that is not too. a positive thing. Anchor. You talking about guys anchor. who can ruin nice things. Matt Nagy can certainly ruin nice things as well. They got to figure that stuff out fast. All right, Erickson, one more for you. What do you have for week three? Let's close it out strong. Yeah, I'm going with the Lions and Falcons over at Ford Field. I'm going with the over because yes. Ford Field is the new course field for the NFL. <laughs> Looking at the Lions' last 10 home games, right? Average total has been 59 total points scored. 90% of the games they played at home over that span have scored at least 51 points. The total is 46. Like, come on. We're like the Falcons' offense is so dynamic with the playmakers that they have at their disposal between Bijan, between Pitts, between Drake London. I think that this offense, it, it doesn't match up. You can't look at, oh, rushing yards allowed for the Lions because the Falcons' running game is going to run on everybody. It, it doesn't matter what defense you're putting out there. And I, I especially don't think that the Lions are this formidable opponent that, oh, well, you know, Arthur Smith's going to get away from using Bijan in this matchup. It's like, no. Like, you have explosive, after, explosive playmaker after explosive playmaker in this game in a dome. So for me, I'm taking the over easily in this game, especially with that at 46. I think there's some concerns about why uh, with some injuries with the Lions, but I'm on Ross St. Brown is practicing today. So he's going to be back for the Lions. Jared Goff will have his best player. And when Jared Goff has time in the pocket, he delivers. And the Falcons don't create pass rush. Last week against Jordan Love, they pressured him on 22% of the dropbacks. What happened? Oh, Jordan Love threw three touchdowns. Like for me, it's this game is going to be fun. I think it's kind of flying under the radar because of some of these injuries. And I was really surprised that it's still at 46, or at least the last time I checked, it was at 46. And I wonder if it's going to go up um, as we get more clarity yeah, into some of these injuries. Still at 46. I'm looking at betting pros right now. I know DK Caesars has at 46. If you like the under, you can get 46 in the hook uh, right now. That's what it looks like. Uh, it, it's funny. There's some good. I, last week we talked about 
Seattle and Detroit being the sneaky over <laughs> and and certainly it was uh and this week I think it's two weeks in a row and by the way speaking of big totals too that Minnesota Charger game I don't care how big you make that total I'm going over it like I just I've watched <laughs> these two teams play defense for the last two weeks sorry like they're gonna try to play I man mean, to man with, with, <laughs> with God bless Brian Flores but he's trying to play man to man still uh, here in this league and it's not that easy to do unless you have the well, personnel well, he, to do he, it well he's in a situation where he's like all right well we're either gonna try to get a turnover or give up a touchdown like we don't really care so far we're gonna give a touchdown anyway so far it's been the latter <laughs> just to recap what everyone's got here Erickson's in on the Titans at plus three the Patriots at minus two and a half the Ravens at minus seven and a half the Dolphins at minus six and the Lions Falcons over 46 and Joe Lisi is in on the over with Houston and Jacksonville at 44 and a half. The Browns minus three and a half. The Jets plus two and a half. Uh, the Carolina Panthers plus six. And the Cowboys, no numbers too big for me and Joe on that game again. 12 and a half uh, on the side of the Cowboys. Uh, Joe, it's great hanging out with you, man. I appreciate you coming on, making time for us on the show. Go watch Joe every weekend over on Sports Grid. He does phenomenal work there covering the NFL. His show is right after my show uh, on Sunday. So I'm 8 to 10, and then he's right after that from 10 till kickoff time. They do a great job. Him, Kevin Walsh, the whole crew over there. So go check him out on Sports Grid. He's doing college. He's doing everything. He's a very busy man. And he still finds time to go to the gym and get swole. That's why all us <laughs> older guys still getting swole here. Erickson, this is for That's you. It. I know you were swole in your teen years, you know, in the big bodybuilding era that you did. <laughs> but, you know, when you get old like us, you got to you got to maintain it. That's what you got to do, Erickson. Yep. You know, you can go buy the creatine after the show. That's what you can do. <laughs> buy the creatine. Take the take the dumbbells on a ride on the incline. It'll be great. It'll be good times. All right, everybody. Make sure you go and join the NFL contest at bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. Drop a comment below. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Win that James Cook jersey and follow us and download that betting pros app. Set that notifications. Follow the elite betters. Start betting smarter, not harder. That's what we're trying to do here. Sync all your sports books. Get the best lines. That's what betting pros is all about. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Joe Lisi and Andrew Erickson, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.